Good morning. Good morning. It's Pastor Maria Murphy, and this is morning prayer. Welcome in. It is Wednesday, uh, and this is the day that the Lord has made. We rejoice, and we are glad in it. Amen. Hallelujah. Let me just check our volume here. We are on. That's good. Glory to God. Uh, so as you come in, just uh, let me know that you're here uh, and we can greet you. Always love to see uh, and to greet individuals who join us here uh, for morning prayer. Glad that we can do this together. Uh, I don't take it for granted. Uh, I really look forward to this time together. And I know that the Lord, uh, he's doing a work. Amen. This is his work. And, uh, and he gets the glory for anything that's accomplished during this time together. And there's much that's being accomplished. Good morning, Mr. Craig, and God bless you. Hallelujah. And so I don't take it for granted. And he gets the glory for everything the Lord does for everything that's accomplished during this time together. Uh, for morning prayer, for any time we come together, any word that is delivered from anybody. Uh, it's just God that gets glory for that because he's the one, amen? He's the one that helps us uh, do anything for him and to do it well. Glory to God. And so uh, this morning uh, is Wednesday, and this is a day in which we usually pray for the harvest, for his harvest, for the time that we're living in, uh, you know, for the the harvest of souls, for the last ones who are coming into the kingdom of God before we get out of here. Hallelujah. Before our departure. Good morning and happy Wednesday to you, Ivan. God bless you. So I was reading in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, uh, 9 to 12, and then verse 16. And uh, in this chapter, Paul is encouraging the church at Corinth. And he's saying, good morning, Miss Nasha. God bless you today. He was saying in verse 9 uh, that no eye, you know, the scriptures, what the scriptures mean when they say no eye has seen nor ear has heard, no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. And in verse 10, that word there, that's uh, very encouraging at times, but <laughs> it was to us who, those who are born again, those who uh, have become, uh, you know, have received salvation, have received what Jesus has offered. Good morning, Donna. God bless you this morning. Uh, but it was to us that God revealed these things by who? By his spirit. For his spirit, the Holy Spirit, searches out everything and shows us God's deep secrets. And it says, no one can know a person's thoughts except that person's own spirit. And no one can know God's thoughts except God's own spirit. You know, God has offered us his thoughts He's offered his thoughts to us. And it says, and we have received God's spirit, not the world's spirit. We've received God's spirit. We know him as the Holy Spirit. So we can know the wonderful things God has freely given us. And then at the end of that chapter in verse 16, for who can know the Lord's thoughts? Who knows enough to teach him? But we understand these things 
for we have the mind of Christ. Why? Because we have the Holy Spirit within us. God offers us his thoughts. He wants us to know his thoughts concerning him, who he is, who we are in him, his plan for us. The Holy Spirit wants to reveal that. Jesus said in John chapter 16 that the Holy Spirit will lead and guide us into all truth. Truth is clear. There's no ambiguity (laughs) about uh, anything. Truth is clear. And it says that the truth will set us free. Freedom is also clarity. There's no question about truth. You know it. And when you know it, it sets you free. And so the Holy Spirit is the one who gives us clarity concerning our future. Good morning, Laura. God bless you. He guides us into these truths. And so uh, it's so important that we establish unbroken fellowship with the Holy Spirit the way Jesus modeled that for us. He was full of the Holy Spirit. He didn't just have moments where he, you know, followed the Holy Spirit. No, he was filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen. And so uh, it's vital to our lives. The Holy Spirit is the power source. If we don't have unbroken fellowship with him, we go around powerless. And anything that the enemy brings our way, it overtakes us. But when we stay, good morning, Mr. Henry. God bless you this morning. When we stay connected to the power source, the Holy Spirit, just as Jesus did, we live a powerful life. And so he, and then he begins to reveal to us. Remember in Ezekiel chapter 36, around verse 26, 27, it says, I will put my spirit within you. I will put my spirit in you. And then I like what the message says. It says, and make it possible for you to do what I tell you to do and to live by my commands. And that is what Jesus lived out for us. He did whatever the father told him to do. Amen. And so uh, Acts chapter 1, 8 tells us we receive power to be a witness. Power to be a witness. Uh, A definition of witness is proof or evidence. You and I are proof or evidence that, first of all, God exists. You and I are the proof and evidence of that. And that salvation is available to everyone. We're proof of that. We're evidence of that to the world. And then we are proof that we can live like Jesus did on this earth. We are to be evidence or proof of that. That's what a witness is. Another definition of witness is also, I wrote it down, is also um, witness is to have knowledge from observation or personal experience. That's what you and I are. Good morning, mom. God bless you today. 
And so we are witnesses. So we're proof, we're evidence. And then uh, it's knowledge that we have from personal experience or observation. And I'll close with this and we're going to pray. Remember in 2 Peter chapter 1, Peter talks about how he was there for the transfiguration of Jesus. Now, if you'll remember in Matthew chapter 16, Jesus asked them, who do men say that I am? And Peter had that great revelation that said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God, right? And people were like, "Woo, praise God. You know, Peter had a revelation. Glory to God. It wasn't you. It was God's revelation. Well, then six days later, it says about six days later, Matthew chapter 17, Jesus takes him and James and John up to the mountain and uh, they see him transfigured and they see Moses and Elijah with him. And what does Peter say? Peter says, oh, it's amazing that you brought us up here and we're witnessing this and and we're going to build three shrines, one for Elijah, one for you, Jesus, and one for Moses. And then a voice came out of the sky and we know that as the father and it says, this is my dearly beloved son, hear him, listen to what he says. And they were terrified. (laughs) But Peter just had a revelation of the same words. You are the Christ, the son of the living God. (laughs) And then God responded to his, we're going to build three shrines for the three of you and said, no, 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 this one is my dear beloved son. And, and, and Peter was terrified of that, but Peter had just had a revelation of Jesus being the son of the living God. But you see, this was a time where he got to observe something. Jesus brought him up there purposely. Why? Because the Holy Spirit led him to do that. And so the father revealed even more. The father confirmed the revelation that Peter had the day, six days before. Yeah, he is my beloved son. Now you need to listen to him. (laughs) Glory to God. Now, Peter said in 2 Peter 1 that he was a witness of this. He said, I'm not here telling you clever stories. But I'm telling you what I witnessed and observed. I am evidence and proof of what I saw. And this is the message that I'm coming to you with. Well, it's the same for you and I. We weren't there at that transformation or transfiguration. But the Holy Spirit is in us to provide us with the thoughts of God concerning the things that took place, things that will take place of who we are in him, the plan he has for us. And he empowers us to be a witness of those things. And so we're empowered to be proof and evidence to everyone around us. And it's as if we were there. (laughs) He'll make it so real to us as if we were standing right there. And we can be a witness of the transformation that has happened, the transfiguration (laughs) that has happened on the inside of us. And people will see it because see, people need evidence. We talked about that yesterday. People need evidence. We don't need evidence. We have evidence. We enjoy evidence, but we don't live by evidence. We live by faith. 
But the world, they're wired differently because our human nature is wild, wired that way. It, we need to see something. Thomas showed us that. He needed to see something. That's his human nature talking. We always want to see something before we believe it. But that's not how God operates. And we now have God's nature on the inside of us. And so we don't need evidence. We enjoy it. I love evidence. And we have evidence. But we don't live by that. But the world needs that. Good morning, Quadwo. God bless you today. So we are evidence to the world. We are proof the way we live, the way we act. They see how we once lived and how we once and now how we live. They see how we used to think because our thoughts show up in our actions, our behavior. And so they see that and we are evidence and proof that Jesus exists and that we can be like him as he is so are we? Amen. So we are grateful to the Holy Spirit. Meditate on uh, Corinthians chapter two, first Corinthians two, because it's so important. God has offered us his thoughts concerning us, concerning this world, concerning his plan. And so we need to take advantage of that and have unbroken fellowship, just as Jesus did with the Holy Spirit. We're going to lean on him to help us pray for his harvest today. Amen. So if there are individuals in your your life that you want to pray for, you can type their names in comments if you wish. You can direct message us if you want it more private. You can lift your voice up before the Lord and lift their names up before the Lord uh, because it's his harvest and he's concerned about his harvest. And I, I can't wait. I can't wait till he comes again. But I know that there are many that need to come to the knowledge of the truth. And so we can help them by being a witness. Amen. And we pray for the other witnesses that we would step up and come out from among them and be separate so we can shine the light of Christ to everyone around us. Amen. Glory to God. 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 We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. Oh, we just thank you, Father. You are so good. You are so good. You are the God, the Lord of the harvest. That's who we're praying to this morning, the Lord of the harvest. Yes, you're our Father. Yes, you're the Creator. But this morning, we're coming to you as the Lord of the harvest, who's concerned about his harvest. Oh, Father, we're just bringing up your harvest to you. And we thank you, Father. We are co-laborers, partners, partners, partners working together, cooperating by the power of the Holy Spirit. We're so grateful to you, Father, for sending him to us, for sending the precious Holy Spirit to us. Holy Spirit, we're so grateful to you and your ministry here on this earth. We don't take you for granted because we couldn't even come together on Wednesday morning here in August online praying for the harvest without you. We couldn't do it right. We wouldn't be doing it correctly. But you are the one who teaches us. You show us the thoughts of the Father. You show us his ways. You show us his heart. You show us the, the harvest that he's concerned about. You open our eyes to that. And so we yield to you right now. We lean into you right now. And we thank you. 
we thank you, we thank you, we thank you for helping us to pray concerning the Lord's harvest. And so the, the word says in Romans 8, not that we don't know how to pray because the word and the Holy Spirit teaches us how to pray. So we know how to pray, but we don't know what to pray at times concerning your harvest. We know that we can pray for laborers. We can ask you to send laborers. Your word tells us that. And so we ask that you would send laborers into the harvest. <laughs> and, and Father, we're laborers where we are in the harvest that you have us in, in the fields that you have us in, that you've placed us in, our sphere of influence. And so we are the laborers. And I ask Father God that you would show us uh, the places we need to go and what to say, just as you led Jesus uh, to do that. And so we'll do it. We're laborers. But I, I bring up laborers, Father God, that uh, we know are out there today for this specific time that we're living in. Those evangelists, those missionaries uh, that are out there right now who are proclaiming the gospel. My, my heart goes to uttermost ministries, Patty Akua and her husband and ministry, and uh, the ship that they have that goes to all of the Pacific islands, uh, going to Fiji within the next few days. I just lift them up to you right now. I ask, Father God, that you would fund their ministry supernaturally, that you would put it on the hearts of those, Father God, to just help them uh, as they get the gospel out to the last ones to those who've never heard before. We ask, Father, for supernatural strength and all that red tape that they have to go through, uh, anything that they have to go through with customs or governments or things of that nature. We ask, Father God, that you make a way where there isn't a way. We ask, Father God, that you clear the path where there is no path. We ask, Father God, that you make it plain for them so they can go into those remote areas, Father, and strengthen them, encourage them, them. And I thank you, Father, for, for those that they are coming to, that their hearts are open and ready to receive. And Father, I lift up Christopher Alam to you this morning, where he is uh, proclaiming the gospel and doing those, uh, uh, the, the, the Bible uh, evangelism, uh, where he is the open air meetings. I just pray that you would just touch the hearts and lives of those individuals, thousands upon thousands and the healing power of God that's manifesting as the spirit confirms the word. And we just thank you for every one of the laborers that you have out there that are doing significant works for you, father, fund them, Oh, Father, pour money into their ministry so they can do what you've called them to do without any hesitation, without any hindrance in the name of Jesus. And, and, and every time they come to a border uh, where they have to deal with customs, where they're having issues with their trucks getting by or things happening where papers aren't being signed, we ask right now for supernatural intervention right now in the name of Jesus. You clear the path for 
them and you make the road easy for them, Father God, in the name of Jesus. And we thank you that the gospel <laughs> will be preached in all the world before you come. We know it. We know that's what your word says has to happen. First, the gospel is preached to that last one. We look at that last one right now. We call you in to the kingdom of God. Harvest, you come in right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father God, for the great and bountiful harvest of souls. We ask, Father God, that you would touch hearts, soften hearts right now by your spirit in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. And we thank you that the word will go forth in power and in demonstration, demonstrations, demonstrations, demonstrations of the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus, evidence, evidence on Torobosikada. Now pray in the spirit regarding that today. That these witnesses, us as witnesses, will be proof and evidence of your salvation. Those called to the parts in the United States that are unchurched, that are unchurched and that don't know the Lord. We pray for them. We pray for supernatural energy. <laughs> we pray for an abundant supply of energy right now in the name of Jesus. An abundant supply of ideas, God-ordained ideas as to how to reach the last ones in those cities and towns in the name of Jesus, whether it's suburbia or whether it's in the city, inner city. We just pray for them right now in the name of Jesus, a hunger and a thirst like never before for spiritual things, but spiritual things that align with God and not the enemy. We break the power of the devil right now over these areas in Jesus name, in Jesus name, devil, you've had your time. Your time is up in Jesus name, in Jesus name. It's time for the glorious light of the gospel to shine in these once dark places in Jesus name, because the church of the Lord Jesus Christ is no longer timid, but we have arisen and we are going in the power of the Holy Spirit to make a difference, to make a change, to bring transformation in the lives of all of these individuals. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, transformation begins on the inside, on the inside, on the inside, on the inside. Father, we lift up local governments to you right now in the name of Jesus. We lift up local governments to you right now in Jesus name. Transformation must begin at the top and it starts from the inside out. And so we ask that you would send laborers who are equipped, who are equipped 
who are equipped with the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ and with the position that's needed to enter into that local government. We just ask that you would send them and open the door of favor for them right now in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in Jesus name, in Jesus name. You prompt them because let them know the door is open. Let them know it's time for them to walk on in through the door. Ambrose celebrantoko, dobrovosti librando robosi kiri dambrose celebrando rostolo roso. Nembrese, they have been prepared, they have been educated for such a time as this and they have been equipped with the power of the Holy Spirit and the message of salvation for such a time as this and their gift is now making room for them in those rooms and in those places and so I ask Father God that you would begin to prompt we see them rising up and walking and taking their place right now taking their place going into local governments into schools into all those high places right now in the name of Jesus well equipped to do it well equipped to do it and they have hallelujah credibility with those individuals and so now's the time prompt them now is your time now is your time now is your moment now is your moment you've been made and created for such a time as this walk in the boldness of the holy spirit right now in jesus name the calls going forth all over this land in the name of jesus and those labor are taking their place, taking their place, taking their place, a position of power. It's a position of power that you've designed and planned ahead of time for them. And now is the time. Now is the time. Now is the time. Mobilizing, mobilizing, mobilizing. Yeah, there, there will be persecution. There'll be persecution, but like you told the disciples, don't think of what you're going to say when they bring you up before the courts, but just know the Holy Spirit is with you to teach you and he'll tell you exactly what to say, just as he did with our master Jesus. And so father, I thank you for those who are heeding the calls in those positions of local governments in, 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 in school, on school councils, father God, in every area, in every every area of our government right now in Jesus name, because transformation is going to start there. I thank you that an awakening, an awakening begins there in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. We thank you for many signs and wonders because the world cannot deny evidence and it cannot deny proof and it cannot deny truth. And so I thank you that Holy Spirit, you are confirming the word spoken with signs and wonders and miracles. <laughs> we call signs and wonders and miracles to come forth. The realities of heaven here on earth revealed, hallelujah, revealed the truth of those things revealed in Jesus name, in Jesus name. We are your witnesses, Father.
We are your witnesses. We are proof and evidence that you exist and that salvation belongs to everyone. We are proof and evidence of that. And Father, we have unbroken fellowship with you. And so we know from personal experience, it's not just stories, but you make it so plain and so clear to us. Hallelujah. So clear to us the reality of our salvation and the power that you've offered us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We walk in it. We walk freely in it. We walk freely in it. In Jesus' name. 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 Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Hallelujah. Whoo. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We thank you, Father. Your will is being done throughout this planet. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. I'll encourage you again. Don't look at what the news media and those sources are telling you because that's not our source. Our source is the Holy Spirit. He is the only source I care to hear from uh, because he is going to reveal the truth to me. If you think you're going to hear the truth from any earthly source, they will always have their spin. They will always have their angle. But the Holy Spirit will only reveal truth from God himself to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's no other motive except for you to know the mind of the Father. Amen. No other motive. He doesn't have any other motive. Anybody else here on this earth, we all have motives. That's We were wired that way. That's our nature is to have a motive. And sometimes the motive is good. Sometimes the motive is not. Sometimes the motive is to push an agenda. But thank God. Thank God for his precious Holy Spirit. Amen. Glory to God who reveals truth and truth is clear. Amen. Yes, your word will go forward and it will not come back void, but it will accomplish everything we send it to. Amen. Glory to God. And yes, great signs and wonders that cannot be denied. It's time for that. It's time for that. It's time for that. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Good morning, Linwood. God bless you today. Hallelujah. I think I got everybody else. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, thank you for joining us. I'm excited about the assignment that we have this evening uh, for prayer. And so come and be a part of that. It's in person only. We'll not be streaming tonight, but 7 p.m. Come and be a part of what God is doing and the assignment he's given to us as a church for where he has sent us and where he has placed us. I love you all. I'll see you tonight or tomorrow uh, for prayer at 930. God bless you. Have an awesome day in Jesus.